Sheldon, I'm on the blue mic. <clears throat> Let's pray together. Just gift of belonging. And help us to share it generously with others as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today, as we focus our attention on 1 Corinthians, I want us to remember again what we're doing, as we often do in the New Testament. We are reading other people's mail. And my goodness, what a shocking letter 1 Corinthians is. You know, many times in my life I've told people, we at East Chestnut model ourselves after the early church. But maybe I should say, except for Corinth. In chapter 1, Paul, who's in Ephesus, writes to the church in Corinth about, or Paul, who is in Ephesus, receives a letter or receives information from Chloe's people about all this stunning, shocking stuff that's happening in the church in Corinth. <clears throat> and in the following chapters, we can piece together all that is happening in Corinth. Chapter 5, who is sleeping with whom? Chapter 6, who's taking other folks to court? Chapter 7, who is visiting prostitutes? Chapter 11, who's getting drunk? And by the way, it's the rich members who are getting drunk before all the poor members arrive for worship and the Lord's Supper. Paul says that he's hearing about rampant divisions and quarrels in this church. Notice that he doesn't say a division, a quarrel. He says divisions, quarrels, a whole lot of them. And scandalously, some are saying that they belong to Apollos. Some are saying, I belong to Peter. Some are saying, I belong to Paul. Hmm. And Paul will have none of it. In fact, he's fit to be tied. In chapter 1, he says, has Christ been divided? You all belong to Christ. And so the one thing The key thing that Paul is trying to do in this letter is to re-clarify who the center of their church really is, Christ. He's wanting to re-clarify to whom they all belong, Jesus. As it says in verse 11, we heard today, no other foundation can be built except for Christ. And a little bit later, in verse 23, he says, you all belong to Christ. And like we 
had a good laugh about last week, and since Philly is on our mind, what would he say if you were from Philly? Yous belong to Christ. How about if he were from Kansas City? Probably you guys belong to Christ. You see, very seriously, dear friends, the more diverse a congregation is, with Greeks and Jews, rich and poor, slaves and free, the more crucial it absolutely is to clarify who the center of this group is. Three years ago, just as COVID was crashing upon us, our identity work group first started meeting. We were Barb Mitchell, Ben Lesher, Glenn Roth, Laura Pauls, Thomas, and myself. And the earlier task force had given us a very clear and intimidating mandate. Clarify our church's position on LGBTQ inclusion in 12 to 18 months. Full stop. And let me tell you, those were some very interesting first meetings. And right away, we started asking each other, what is the core identity, the central orientation of East Chestnut Street? And we said very emphatically, Christ. Christ is our center. And following him in every part of our lives is what this church is about. And then, mysteriously and wonderfully, this vision of a wheel <laughs> began appearing in our imaginations. And you can see it on our bulletin cover today. And the very center, the hub of our wheel is Jesus Christ. He is the one who holds East Chestnut Street together. Amen? Amen. And then look around that center at the bearings. You almost have to have a magnifying glass. <laughs> but I'll tell you what they are. Being guided by scripture. Relational integrity. And by that we mean fidelity in our relationships. And the outer one there is full inclusion and belonging. And then you can see all of our spokes include all the different ways that we try to live this out in our being and our doing here in this church. And our group was especially delighted, especially delighted that this wheel shows that we are a church in motion, moving together forward, moving forward together. And since God is always doing a new thing among us, we intentionally left some of those spokes empty to be filled out later on. 
So let's return briefly to one of those inner bearings, the one about full inclusion and belonging for everyone. Early on in our group, something interesting started to happen. We started to feel that the language of just including people felt too anemic. In Christ, we needed something more robust. We want a church where everybody feels that they belong, not that you're just included. Straight and queer, theologically progressive and theologically conservative, longtime disciples and new believers, adults and young people, folks filled with faith and folks with still a lot of questions. We want everybody here to be able to say, East Chestnut is the place where I belong. It's the community where I am known and loved and needed. Known and loved and needed. And you know, folks, this is absolutely crucial to our witness to the polarized world around us. We want our neighbors here in Lancaster to feel curious and attracted to our church. We want them to be asking, how on earth do all of you with so many differences hold together? And we want our answer to be Christ. Christ holds this diverse community together. He is the center that holds. In your bulletin, I'm going to dive deeper now. Let's now look at the chart on belonging. That I think it just, wow, it just blew this open for me this week. Look at those four quadrants. Do you all see them? As you can see in the upper left quadrant, belonging is what happens when we are known and loved at East Chestnut. In other words, you know my story, you know my strengths, you know my weaknesses, you know my quirks and eccentricities, and you love me as a full package. And we do that for all of all of us. Now look at the contrast here. This is where it gets really, really insightful. Fitting in is what happens when we are loved but not really known. Rejected is what happens when we are known but not loved. And invisible is what happens when we are neither known nor loved. And friends, what I want to communicate, transmit to you today, 
is something very, very important. I deeply believe that the upper left shaded area of belonging is God's transformation zone. Amen? Who of us ever changes when we're not known or loved or needed? Not too many of us. Think about the biggest changes in your life. It's when people saw you and loved you and needed you that you could open your heart to change and transformation rising to the full stature of Jesus. As your pastors, Elisa and I often hear new people come to East Chestnut who say what an amazingly friendly community we are. And uh, Daryl, you stole my line. Like that bar in the Cheers sitcom long ago, you can see we're children of the 80s. We're getting really dated. We are a church where people know your name and are glad you came. But as your pastors, as time passes here at East Chestnut, Elisa and I start hearing something else. Invisible walls, people tell us, in our community make people wonder if they'll ever fully belong. Why all the coded Mennonite in-group language? Why is it such a huge, huge mystery about how to get involved in this church, how to share our gifts, or how to join a small group? Ouch. And as your pastors, we believe that as a community we can do better. We want to do better. And our commission chairs are joining us because they firmly believe this as well. And this past year, we've been working really, really hard to get out better, clearer information about who our church is, how it's organized, and how to get involved. Elisa and I have started talking this, about this as on-ramps to belonging. On-ramps to belonging. Let me give you just a few examples. Our home gatherings. You know where we shuffled the deck of our congregation and we gather with people we didn't uh, plan or know is a way of deepening our connection with each other. A new pictorial directory is coming out later this month. And it's a great way for new people, for us to meet new people and for new people to learn our names as well. We're providing a constantly updated listing of who does what in our church. We're trying to be more transparent about information. We've created a new website about who we are and how to get involved. And one thing is that we're working especially intentionally on deepening the sense of belonging of our children and our youth. Have you noticed that? There's something core for them in every service. That didn't used to be that way. 
we want to deepen our kids' sense of belonging here. And perhaps most importantly, our commissions are now developing a gift survey for you to share where you would like to get involved. What we're trying to do is create more structural mechanisms for people to be able to volunteer instead of waiting to be asked. Do you hear the difference? We want people to be able to dive into church life here rather than waiting at the sidelines. And I missed one uh, in small groups. Don Sharp is now helping us to form new groups or to invite people into existing ones already. So let me leave you with what I think may be the most important thing that all of us can do to share, to deepen our sense of belonging in this church. Don't assume that we are all exactly on the same page about everything. We do that a lot. I do that a lot. Don't assume that we're on the same page about politics. We're not. Or sexuality, we're not. Or faith, we're not. Don't assume that everyone knows every Mennonite acronym on the planet. We have quite a collection of them. Don't assume that everyone knows every Bible study and every, or Bible story and every Mennonite story. We don't. In other words, let us practice conversational hospitality with each other. Take a little bit more time to share the backstory about what you're sharing about so that everybody can belong. So let me close. Being a church strongly centered in Christ will inevitably give us a very strong and distinctive identity, different from the world around us, and it should. But we want our distinctiveness to be attractive rather than alienating. In other words, we don't want to be a church that says, following Jesus has made us really different stay away. Some churches do that. We're different. Stay away. Instead, we want to be a church that says following Jesus has made us odd and different and quirky and attractive. Come join us. Come belong in this community. And here are all the ways how. Amen.